Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super-fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why MidwayUSA offers super-fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Alright, welcome back to the Survival and Basic Badass Podcast with Kevin and Chuck. Well, we're going to revisit UFOs. Um, a, a lot of new stuff kind of keeps coming on, coming out, and it just kind of keeps bringing this topic to the forefront. Um, I don't know, I mean, you know, it's the Survival and Basic Badass Podcast, and we we just like to talk about things that are you know on point, but hey, if there's aliens out there plotting against us, against us, I've seen that movie Mars Attack, so I have uh-huh. some insight, you know. Right, right. We we need to be, you know, there are certain things you might want to add to your preps based on, you know, we'll just put the information out there, and you guys, you know, take it as you want to. Um, right now, if you've seen Mars Attacks, you know the only way to really defeat aliens is high pitched yodeling. Mm-hmm. So you might want to add that to your to your skill set. You know, you might want right. to work on that in your spare time when you're doing some bushcraft. You know, work some yodeling into that to it. That that wholly sounds right. And I mean, the way we're poking around Mars these days, you know, who's to say we're not going to piss somebody off out there? Hmm. Yeah, so now so, they're saying yeah. mushrooms. Have you seen the mushrooms on Mars? No. Have you seen the pictures of them? Nope, nope. They have pictures. They don't know what it is. It looks, it, well, it looks like it's growing. It could also be very weird round rocks that seem to be popping up out of the ground. So, uh, so it's not confirmed that they're mushrooms. They didn't like you know, they didn't send any back so we could eat them or anything like that. You know, no, like, tripping. They weren't growing out of cow pat- patties or anything. But something weird is going on there. So maybe there, maybe those are the first Martians. Now, actually, what brought this topic to the forefront? Um, one, I think, l- l- let me go back, r- r- digress for a minute. Um, a lot of people don't 
like are willing to dismiss aliens as ridiculous and whatever. Um, I think it challenges your like core beliefs. Like, does it, you know, conflict with God or does it, you know, just science and nature that we know, you know, if the world's always flat, then telling somebody that the world is round, it, it shatters your core kind of thing. Cause you're like, well, the basics of life that I know are not mm-hmm. what I know. You know, like even right. if, you know, all of a sudden we found out that the world really was flat, right? We'd be like, oh shit. I mean, that that's a big disruptor, right? So that's the thing. Like we've in our mind decided, well, you know, since we haven't had contact, since we haven't seen any kind of aliens, therefore it's been all this time. It's been a long fucking time since we've been studying shit. And we have no like hard evidence of like, hey, look at these alien bodies that we can bring out in the town square, you know? Right. So, you know, I mean, I understand there is some pretty good footage coming out now from, you know, our military and and different organizations. And we're going to kind of get into that and talk about some of the things and why it definitely seems to be a very legitimate thing. And more and more again it kind of affirms your government's been lying to you um right your government's been keeping secrets and in a way i kind of can accept it's been for the greater good i mean you know i'm making some leaps here so you know but we'll kind of delve into it so really what brought this podcast on it's where i was here a minute ago we've come full circle is that uh we uh managed to sneak into one of the covid bills marco rubio um has demanded that within 180 days that is it the cia or the pentagon i guess release it's it's basically the uh the the uh, navy intelligence committee um and the fbi all right and they're going to release uh, what is it? Any kind of footage related to UFOs or what? Any any information, and they're not called UFOs anymore because oh. UFOs are something that crazy people believe in. Right. This is like cartoon this is stuff. UA, right. This is UAPs. They're unidentified aerial phenomenon. And Ooh. believe it or not, the real reason they changed it is because crazy people believe in UFOs, and this is real. That's what they're implying with by changing the name. Okay, so now we don't have to call this episode about UFOs. It's going to be UAPs. That's right. That's right. Because now, I'm not we're somebody... not crazy. We're not crazy. <laughs> right. And I'll be honest with you. I'm not somebody that ever really believed that aliens were real. You know what I mean? Okay. I, I, I think that it's possible with the amount of stars and the amount of planets that are out there that there is possibly other life someplace out there but i didn't i don't think that they're coming here to visit us or i didn't think that anyway now what about intelligent life and well that's yeah that's a different story you know we talk about maybe there's mushrooms on mars i mean i understand like you said now we're kind of seeing some evidence that maybe points in a different direction and we're going to talk about why we think that that's you know real you know, that, that some of this evidence is maybe not just man-made. Like, either all of a sudden, 
our military has stepped up their fucking game like leaps and bounds mm-hmm. or there's something going on out there. And I guess, you know, it, it's worth talking about. Uh, there is a lot of video footage from the military that's been confirmed as real by our government. And that's pretty impressive. Um, I will say you guys have heard about Elon Musk. You might know him from Tesla and he's SpaceX, right? Isn't he right. that guy? All right. Uh-huh. So anyway, Elon Musk, they said, uh, hey, what do you think about the Pentagon's acknowledgement that Navy pilots have seen objects flying in our airspace using an advanced technology we can't identify, let alone explain or reproduce? And Elon Musk said, honestly, I think I would know if there were aliens. So, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. if nobody well, this told is him. This now, is what I'll say. I think that Elon Musk is an alien. What? And he's trying to cover it up? That's why he's, he's able to, to pull off first. these space feats that even NASA couldn't do? Right. Right. Uh, he's an alien. Here's the thing, though. Like, if you're look some kind him, of... Just look at him and listen to him talk. Watch a video of him and tell me he's not... He's not... There's something not right there. Yeah, but you're talking about when he was on Joe Rogan pop. getting high, right? Mm-hmm. When he was on Joe Rogan's show getting high? <laughs> Yeah, I remember that. That was uh, that was definitely interesting to see him take a big uh, a big puff off of a, a blunt. Californians, who knew? Um, I do feel like if you're like the smart guy, like I would say, you know, I haven't, you know, I can understand coming out and being like, hey, you know what? I still haven't seen real evidence that convinces me that it's really someone from another planet or something like that. I don't know. I can't explain it, but I just, it, it still feel that it could be man-made or whatever. That's an honest answer and acceptable to me, but to just like, just dismiss things. No, that's just dumb. Cause it can't be. And how can you be like super genius and close minded? Yeah. Let me come up with, you know, like, I feel like that's the thing. Has Elon Musk really done anything new? Or is he just said, hey, I'll get the government to give me money to do what they want me to do because I'm a shill. Um, mm. Okay. Was that a little crazy? Sorry. Um, it's okay. That's what this show is, is for, man. We're allowed Being to be crazy. a little crazy? All right. Yeah. yeah. So Why not? All right. Let's, uh, let's kind of get into it here. Now, I guess it all starts where things – all of a sudden UFOs started being accepted into the mainstream with the David Fravor incident. You know what I'm right. talking about? Okay. Yep. He was, a, he um, was he's a U.S. Navy pilot. I think right. he's retired now. Yep. And uh, so. in, in 2017, I believe it was, he encountered some sort of an aircraft. Now, this information didn't come out immediately, but once footage right. leaked... Then they started talking about it a little bit. Right. Now, who's the one that saw the tic-tac, right? The, yes. The flying tic-tac. They kept saying, right. can't you describe it? Can't you describe it? He's like, look, think of what a tic-tac looks like. White, smooth, rounded edges. That's it. That's what I saw. And they kept kind of, you know, well, yeah, but right. describe it. And he's like, are you not understanding what a tic-tac looks like? <laughs> right. Um, now there were a couple of key things that 
that were pretty awesome here. One, it blocked or jammed the radar. On they his, did uh, pick it up on radar first, though. They were tracking yes. it with radar. And then it jammed the radar. Then it was able to, uh, like, stop. Uh, sorry, the uh, the video. It disappeared from video. Um, mm-hmm. Like, you know, they're watching it, and then it's just gone. Um, right. So, you know, you lost visual sighting of it. The other thing, it went from 80,000 feet to one foot above sea level in a second that's where you kind of get into the oh that's not a uh and then the thing is you know that's not one of ours or something we created that's where you get into that leaps and bounds um mm-hmm. there were no signs of propulsion like you know you right. you see uh you know there the no air rockets. move kind of thing right. right with you know no we see a condensation no right right of those things nothing going on so that's where you got into um you know where it kind of says hey it's pretty hard to dismiss this and that's you know that's what what really brought it into the mainstream now it turns out 47 percent of uf or sorry i'm getting ahead of myself so there was we set up a task force uh in the in the u.s navy now, now, what are they called? Right. That's a, the um, Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon Task Force. And that's right. uh, set up by the U.S. Office of Naval Intelligence. Mm-hmm. And it's used to standardize collection and reporting of sightings of unexplained aerial vehicles, sometimes termed UFOs. All and right. that was established now, last year, 2020. And okay. it's, David Norquist is the one that's in charge of that. David Norquist right. is a former U.S. Deputy uh, Secretary of Defense. So he's now, not the Secretary of Defense. may have seen uh, Luis Elizondo all over mm-hmm. the internet. Now, this guy claims that he used to run the uh, ATIP. But mm-hmm. I kind of find it weird that it's only created a year ago. When did he used to run it? Like, you know, what, you have it no. for two weeks? or ATIP. ATIP. Uh, ran from I think 2012 to 2017, so that's the okay. Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program. That's All it. Right. So right. that that's was what, shut down. That's what yeah. Elizondo was running, and we see him right. all over the internet. So I uh, was kind of checking out, and he says typically 47 percent of UFO sightings can be explained. All right, mm-hmm. now that means that it's our government, another government some kind of secret program that's whatever, but you know, we kind of are like, yeah, we know what that is. Just shut up. Ignore that. That didn't happen. You didn't see a plane that could do that. You know, that kind of shit, right? These are the uh, stealth bombers flying out of Roswell and shit like that. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. Anyway. So, or not Roswell, what are area 51, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. So here are the things that kind of separate alien from you know ours or russian or german or whatever because i know the germans have a lot of technology they stole from aliens right i know hitler was kind of had that hitler, thing going yeah. right yeah. so well that's where jet propulsion came from right it's from alien technology which right. is weird that they surpass that and we don't see any uh propulsion anymore so mm-hmm. they've clearly moved on in the 50 years right they're not but using I think, rockets anymore. 
you know how technology kind of advances exponentially. So mm -hmm. if they're already 50 years ahead of us, then it's like a million years ahead of us because, you know, exponential, right? All right. So anyway, a couple of things. One, a UFO for it to be like, hey, we can't explain this. This is fucking wacky, has instantaneous acceleration. Um, the human body can only withstand like nine Gs. Um, right. And that's for a short period of time. Right. A F-16 can actually fly at 17 Gs. But again, you have the limitations of the human body, so we can do what we can do. Now, the thing is, and... So you got to realize then that means unmanned. You're kind of looking in that kind of 17 to 20 G area with unmanned without trying to protect a body. Now, the UFOs we've seen with the instantaneous acceleration, we've seen as much as 600 Gs. Right. So that's a world away from what we're capable of. So to be like, well, it's just Russian technology that we don't know about. Or that's the Chinese. And how could really the Chinese have anything better than us when they just steal our shit anyway? I mean, if you Right, really everything they have if is... If we haven't here. invented it, then how could the yeah. Chinese have it? Because they only invent it after we invent it. Yeah. Well, know. see, a lot of people think that that's, that's bullshit, but the truth is this. The people in China, they're, they're one step above slaves. You know what I mean? And the fact of the matter is slaves don't invent things. Slaves can do work, but they don't invent things. You need a free man to come up with a new idea. Now, that's where, actually, I get a... I, I kind of am willing to be like, hey, maybe the Nazis did have some alien technology. And here's why. Because you had the tight government control and, like, the forced labor scientists, right? They weren't free men kind of thing. When, right. like, I'm talking about, like, actually, like, during World War II. Remember, because we they made ridiculous advances in science during World War right. II. And, you know, we always, as capitalists and uh, freedom-loving people, are like, yeah, it's only the free mind that comes up with great shit, right? You know, that's that whole Ayn Rand thing or, you know, whatever. But, damn, they came out with some great shit. Then that's why we stole all those Nazi scientists. Remember, we're like, right. eh, yeah, you were working for the enemy and supporting evil, but you got some really good shit going on there. So um, we could have donuts and coffee and set you up here. You know, like yeah. it's going to kind of be like a little closed office and, you know, you mm -hmm. you might not see the sun, but we could yeah, hook so you up. Remember, yeah, we, we yeah. remember all those, those uh, Jews that you hung outside your factory. Let's right. just pretend that didn't happen. Don't talk about it anymore. And let let's it get go. to work on some rockets. Let's make some rockets. And then all of a sudden, America's like, yeah, we're number one freedom. Look at what we can do. Yeah. So, like, you know how that shit is, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I can understand how there's a little of that. All right. Next thing, number two. All right. So instantaneous acceleration was one. Number two is hypersonic velocity. Now, we typically, when we're kicking ass, it's like an SR-71, and we're going like Mach 5. Right. Um, and that's, that's, we're, that's topping out aircraft that's, but, that's you know, the yeah. fastest that we have. Right. So Mach 5, and that's, that's around the neighborhood of like 3,200 miles an hour. Right? That's right. fast. That's, 
Mach now, 5 is five times the speed of sound. The thing is, if you have something that can go 3,200 miles an hour, if you want to make a turn, you don't take a turn at 3,200 miles an hour. Because you're mm-hmm. like, oh, shit, we're going 3,200 miles an hour. I want to make a right angle turn. It, they said it t- would take half the state of Ohio for that plane to make a right angle turn, you know, to clear that 90 mm-hmm. degrees um, right. while going 3,200 miles an hour, obviously. You know, I mean, it can obviously turn in a way shorter distance, but it can't at that speed without ripping apart. Now, mm-hmm. the UFOs appear to be going 15,000 miles an hour. You'll note that's about five times and doing right angle turns. Now, somebody did bring to my attention, well, does that mean they do an instantaneous stop and then turn and instantaneously start again? Because would we know? But again, just stopping, you know, 15,000 miles an hour to zero, kind of a big deal. Um, Can't do that that quick. Next uh, is low observability. We don't have technology right now where to the naked eye, we can make things completely like disappear or, you know, blend in ridiculously. We have a real hard time with that, um, mm-hmm. with being universal. I know in the military, they've, they've worked on some technology where they have these like cloaking blankets and shit like that, where it's actually uh, able to take a picture of one side and kind of mirror it on the other side. I mean, I think... Right. In my mind, that doesn't seem that far away for us that we could do something like that with a plane. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't know. The, the ATIP seems to feel that that's a pretty big deal. Um, Transmedium travel. Now, this would mean something. So when we build something, it's like awesome on land, it's awesome in the air. It's awesome in space with no resistance in atmosphere, or it's awesome like in the water, like a submarine, but it's rare that we can put something together that's awesome at everything because you don't have, you know, like wings and shit like that if you want to go through space or water, but you do, you know, when we want to go through air and kick ass, right? And Uh same thing, you know, on land. That's one of the things where... The, a lot of the new space technology we're seeing is kick-ass underwater. We've seen it function out in the atmosphere in space. I guess we're kind of assuming. And they're also, you know, how come we never see them like zipping through space? You know, we're never like, hey, look at that flyby. Right. I mean, I know yeah. that big thing flew in front of the sun and shit. Oana, but Hana, it's kind Mama. of, you catch it in the uh in the atmosphere or whatever. But anyway, bottom line, transmedium travel, which again, it kicks ass. You know, it's awesome in the air. It's awesome underwater. It's awesome out in space. And they, they don't seem to have limitations like we do. Next is uh, they appear to be anti-gravity. And I don't mean that they came up with anti-gravity. What I mean is they came up with propulsion that we don't understand. Right. right. Um, or maybe it is just magic anti-gravity, like the boots they used to have in the mm-hmm. movies. They had the anti-gravity yeah. boots. You I know. remember. 
so they have they appear to have no lift force um you know anything like that they just you know move without any signs of propulsion so that's a big thing now another thing that's been coming out is and maybe this is where elon musk is like hey you know i don't think i don't believe in space travel or you know uh, aliens from space what if this is actually kind of gaining a lot of headway what if these spaceships are actually coming from the oceans right. do you know that we know more about the moon than we do about the bottom of the ocean uh say mm-hmm. so i mean these are things you need to uh kind of you know expand your mind a little bit like hey where's this shit coming from is it really coming from our core um i don't know reptilian reptilian technology now when pressed uh the government said that and again this is uh coming from that luis uh elizondo luis elizondo guy uh it's basically about once a week we're seeing some kind of UFO thing in the military, you know, where we can kind of document it. And it's weird that they want to kind of hang out where our military is. I mean, maybe our military is just everywhere and observing shit, but I feel like one, I, I guess that's part of it is, is they're always out on the water, right? It's always the Navy. Um, mm-hmm. And a lot of the alien stuff does seem to be out over the ocean. Um, that's mm-hmm. where, you know, we're catching a lot of it and seeing it. But also, are they maybe attracted to our presence and us being out there and doing stuff? You know, are the aliens like, hey, let me show you what I can do. Or, you know, hey, let's check out. We want to see your technology up close. You know, what is it? Or is it, yeah, or are they just keeping an eye on things? Keeping an eye, see what, seeing what kind of technology we've got, and whether or not they have to be worried about it. Threat, ass- threat assessment, right? So maybe but, we should keep it on the down low. Maybe right. we shouldn't be advertising maybe how we awesome should, we are. We be telling them. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, this is Harry Reid. Harry Reid said, "All we're saying, nobody has to agree with why it's there, but shouldn't we at least be spending some money to study all these phenomena?" So isn't that, doesn't that make sense that we would at least, maybe we don't know what it is, maybe we can't figure out what it is, but shouldn't we at least be paying attention and trying to figure out what it is? Shouldn't we at least be documenting what's going on? Because if anytime anyone sees something and they're so scared to say anything because they don't want to ruin their career, um, that information just gets lost. Right. Well, one, I feel like, Anytime I find myself agreeing with Harry Reid, there's something concerning going on. Mm-hmm. Right. That's right. that's right out of the gate. Right. Mm-hmm. Number two, I even if you're like, well, I'm not worried. I don't think there's a threat and we don't care what's going on out there because they're light years away, whatever. Um, there was a really good book, uh, Armada, called by uh, or sorry, written by uh, Klein, who wrote uh, Ready Player One. Mm-hmm. And uh, that actually kind of addressed some kind of alien invasion, I'm just saying. And they were actually staging on the dark side of the moon. Yeah, yeah, I'm just saying. But 
even if you're, Wait a minute. you're thinking... See, now it's coming for, full circle, because isn't that where the secret Nazi base is, is on yes, the dark side? That is where the, and okay. you're seeing, they had mm-hmm. alien technology. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. All right, so we have... You know, you don't need to necessarily accept that you feel that it's a big threat. But what I would say is, could we learn from their propulsion? You know, if we see things that are physically possible, like I think the idea of knowing something is possible makes it so much more achievable. Like when in your mind, you're like, oh, we can make that safe to eat or we can make that whatever it it gives you a drive to, you know, to recreate or, you know, reproduce something. And I think the confidence and and the will to keep going. And I think, you know, seeing that there's technology out there that's so capable that we should be, hey, there is a way to do it without propulsion like we see. Let's investigate where that's coming from and how, you know. It, to me, that that only makes sense. And does it not make us all better? Right, right. Well, I mean, so when you get down to it, what exactly are these things, right? So there's a couple options of what they could be. Okay. Uh, it could be just a big, massive government psychological game they're playing <gasps> to get more money. It they could do like be money. Just- yeah, and they love playing fucking stupid pranks on people and tricking us into thinking that, uh, um, you know, we have to go to war with somebody because they've got, you know, nuclear weapons when they don't or whatever. Right. You know, they like to play those games, so maybe they just need more money. But here's the thing. Are you talking about weapons of mass destruction? Here's the thing. The government, the Pentagon doesn't need to, like, make up bullshit to get more money. They just say we want more money and they have more money. They have enough money to do whatever the fuck they want to do. Or they could sell oh. heroin and make right. money that way. Smuggle, yeah. smuggle uh, coke into the United States. Right. They've, I mean, got, they've got ways of making money. Could it be a foreign country's experimental aircraft that we don't understand the technology yet? I don't. I don't think that's very likely because you know the CIA is actually pretty good at what they do, and as shitty and secretive as they might be. I don't think that another government would be able to advance past us this far without us at least knowing about it. Right. Right. It and I think be, you know, in my list, be, I feel like we broke down some, some points that there's a lot of areas. They are kind of light years ahead of us. Right. But, right. As you were. We are not capable of with our current technology, not even close to being capable of. Right. Could be, could be time travel. What if it's time travelers coming back from the future, sending probes to see That's what good. happens? I mean, I got to tell you, if we're willing to dismiss, like, aliens were completely unfathomable 10, 15 years ago. People, you know, you definitely were a kook if you thought it. But now, right. you, something and, that and you, can't even, Einstein, you shouldn't even believe in aliens. You know, I'm not going to believe in aliens until I get, get probed myself. You know, I want my own anal probe before I believe it. That sounds it. like a challenge. Like, I, I think they're out there <laughs> listening. I ain't buying none of this stuff till that happens. Oh, I, I'm not willing to throw that gauntlet down. That's <laughs> all I'm saying. But, uh, you know, hey, to each his own, right? If that's where you want to be, you know. 
Oh shit, that's fucked up. My butt puckers right. up just uh just hearing about right. it. Now the other options are it could be uh from some sort of being that we don't understand, whether it's uh some sort of ocean floor intelligent life that we have no connection with and no understanding of or something from a different solar system. Now, yes. it's not really easy to travel from one solar system to right now with our current technology, the fastest it would the the fastest we could get to another star system would be a thousand years. That's the fastest we could do it with current technology. Okay. So it's not something that's easily done, right? You know, if you're gonna make that trip, and that's to the closest star which probably doesn't have any alien life on it because of uh, because they just had a big uh, solar flare. Polaris just had a big solar flare and probably would have killed everything uh, on any of the planets that's, that are near it. Now, are we afraid so, that's going to happen to us? I mean, should I just walk around being afraid the sun's going to kill us at any moment? Yeah, any second it could happen. You could also have an aneurysm. It doesn't even happen at a certain age. It could happen to a, a 15-year-old and they're a uh, 50 year old or a hundred year old. You could just drop dead of an aneurysm at any time, any second, this could happen to you. Any second. So same thing. All right. And now, so the Pentagon is scheduled to declassify, uh, make a declassified report to the Senate in next month in June. So, and this will be released to the public. Is that this will be released to the public? Right. Okay. Declassified, right? So, all this information has to be made public. Any information that they have has to be made public, but it's in regards to unidentified aerial phenomenon, not in regards to any sort of uh, technology the U.S. government might have captured. And there has been somebody that has come out and said that. The United States is in possession of exotic materials. Ooh, I don't know what the fuck exotic materials are, but they had they possess it. So what does that mean? Does that mean the government has craft that, or has pieces of craft? And if this technology is so advanced, why the fuck is it crashing all the time? Yeah, it's a good point. What if we shot it down? But how did we shoot it down if they're so advanced? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do remember like we had those aliens in that glass locker, and uh, we saw in that movie on Independence Day. Oh yeah, and they they were pretty creepy. They had that whole mind control thing going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always thought that was that one of my favorite disturbing. movies, just yeah. because they blew up. I liked when they blew up uh, Congress. Oh, you know. Oh, you gotta appreciate that, any aliens that, that are, guy that are today, right? <laughs> right. The, anybody, anybody that'll do that, I, I kind of appreciate where they're coming from. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, nobody likes an oppressive government. That's what I would say. And I, yeah. I know in America we like to pretend we don't have an oppressive government, but but also they know about all this shit. They know all this yeah. shit. They're not telling us. It's our tax money. Why the fuck are you spending all this money and then not, not telling us what the fuck you're doing with it? Well, How about that? How about give me yeah. my fucking money back or or tell me what you're doing with it? That ain't going to happen, though. That's not how it works. They don't listen no. to me when I say that. I don't know. 
So I don't know. That, you, that's what I got. I, I feel like you, we've exhausted our knowledge on aliens is what I feel like. I do think you bring up some valid points. I mean, it could be something we haven't even considered. Like, you know, you're like, oh, well, is it from under the ocean? I mean, that's kind of a new idea. People weren't really generally accepting that as because I guess the idea is if it was coming from under the ocean, in my mind, why I find that hard to believe, we would have saw the progression of the technology. So, you know, back 50 years ago, we would have saw them flying kind of planes that are, you know, by our standard, mm-hmm. whereas, you know, to advance to the level that they're at. We would have seen a progression of the advancement is how it works in my mind. All right. Mm -hmm. Not saying that they weren't, you know, hey, that shit was there and they just thought it was wizards and shit. You know, maybe. I I don't know. Who knows? But then. All right. So if it developed from far away and it just took us took them a while to reach us. Then that kind of fits with, you know, alien technology and it just kind of showing up. You know, like, hey, all of a sudden it got a lot more dramatic, right? Um, Mm -hmm. But I think your theory of something so far outside the box of, like, time travel, you know, it could be anything, you know? Um, There's, you know, maybe they have that kind of, uh, oh, what the fuck, Uh, in in, uh, Star Trek, you know how they used to just, like, beam people right to different stuff you know it could be anything like that you know who knows all of a sudden hey i just got beamed over there that's how i disappear you know i just Mm -hmm. you know any of this is possible because here's the thing it's impossible until it is you know it's one of those things that there's no way you know mankind could fly at mach one you know that that's completely unfathomable you know, 200 years ago, you're like, that's not even anything that anybody could ever get to. And yet, you know, we keep progressing, we keep getting better and better. And I mean, I guess that's your thrive to survive and, and, you know, push on for something cooler, but it's also, Hey, there could be something bigger that we don't even understand yet. And I think that's, that's really what it comes down to is keeping your mind open and open to possibilities. So mm-hmm. th- that's where I'm at on this. What do you think, Chuck? Aliens? Are they real or not? Oh, I have to give a hard answer on that one. Um, yeah, what is your what is your impression? I'm I'm gonna say that there's beings out there that we don't understand or know. Yes. I I'm gonna go with yes. So if that's aliens, then so be it. You know, are they coming from the ocean floor? Maybe. Are they whatever? But is there intelligent life out there that we do not know about? I'm going to have to say yes, uh, looking at the evidence presented before me. Yeah, I would definitely have to say that there's something going on that we don't understand. I'm still not going to buy a new intelligent life from another planet just yet. I'm not going to jump on board with that. I All don't right, believe so you're goes- thinking it might just be government. Put- yeah. It might I be think, government action. I think that there's shit that's going on that we don't understand. And to jump right onto the alien bandwagon, I don't know if I'm going to do it. Well, I, I wasn't, you know, I, I don't I know what you're saying. Think, I, I don't think that there's going to be green men landing in the backyard. But that would be terrifying. Tell me you wouldn't be a little creeped out if you saw some of those, like, 
gray rubbery people with the big eyes walking around back there and the long fingers that's some creepy Mm -hmm. shit that's what i'm saying some creepy shit that's some creepy shit and so uh, you were saying i'm if if little green men or big green men showed up by my backyard I I think the first thing I would do is is see if they were edible. I'd want to eat them. Yeah. Okay. And maybe that's rude, but I mean, if, if somebody just drops you off in like the middle of the Sahara, lions are going to see you. They might not recognize a person, but they're going to try and eat you. They're going to see if you're edible. Sharks so you're do the same you're, thing. You're just akin to a lion. Like. Why is that yeah. so weird? Well, okay. Yeah. Why is that so weird that I would want to? I would see something new. I want to know if I can eat it. That's all. You have you have grocery stores and a refrigerator available to you, whereas the lion's kind of constant search in life is to get food. We kind of opened the door on food being kind of readily available. Maybe that's where the distinction is. I believe uh-huh. they call it the evolution of man. No, no. Okay. All yeah, right. Well, I just, so, I just look. I just like interesting and new foods i like exotic flavors what do they taste like they're not going to taste like mammals they're completely different it's not going to taste like fish it's going to be something you've never had i've eaten lizard and i've eaten dog and horse and shark and squid and octopus why is it so strange that i would want to know what they taste like that's all i'm asking i will give you you know food network i don't think popular People are always looking for the next new flavor. They could be, you know, an amazing treat. You know what? All right. If we see aliens, mm-hmm. we'll cook them up. All right? We'll bag them, tag them, right. throw them on All the right. grill. All right. We're going to do that. We're going we're gonna to find some aliens. We're going to cook them up. If any of you guys have seen aliens, have recipes, something you want to share, we'd be happy to hear about it. You can email us mm-hmm. at preppingbadass at gmail.com. Also, if you have uh, show topics or things that concern you, um, maybe Kevin's facial hair, whatever it is, uh, let us know. We'd be happy to address it. You may not like the answer you get, but we'd be happy to address it. Um, also, you uh, may want to leave a review wherever you downloaded this podcast and uh, let people know how much. You appreciate it and how uh, awesome yeah, would be very podcast and, is. Yeah. And if you can get on there and read some other reviews, um, there's some real comedians leaving reviews. So, yeah. <laughs> there's some funny shit on there. Most and of it's insulting, but I still brings, find it brings a tear to my eye, you know? But, hey, you know, we don't fault you. You do what you got to do. You be you. That's what I say. Um, right. If you really love the show, um, Kevin keeps promising me new patches are coming. I don't really know. I, I'm optimistic. How about that? Uh, you mm-hmm. could uh, subscribe at uh, patreon.com slant prepping badass and uh, be a sponsor of the show. Um, like I said, it may get you a patch one day. I don't know. We'll look into that. But also, uh, if you really love the show and you want to uh, show people, uh, you know, you're a fan check out preppingbadass.com and we have some cool gear available there and i'm thinking of a new shirt prepping badass logo in the corner 
stay strapped or get clapped on the back. There you go. Does that work? Uh-huh. With that, stay safe, and we'll talk to you guys next week. The Survival and Basic Badass Podcast is a proud member of the Self-Defense Radio Network. the stories to back it a life to be proud of it's a winchester life yeah baby six eight western i'll be over there baby right there tune in every tuesday at 7 p.m eastern on waypoint tv join me chef jean-paul bourgeois and the whole crew here at duck camp dinners every monday at 8 p.m eastern on waypoint tv birds up in the sky Brave anglers search for the one they call king, but who will take his throne? Tune in to Waypoint TV's Battle for Silver, Saturday, May 18th from 12 to 6 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Abyss Battery, Waypoint TV.